future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Catherine Gray. Thank you, and welcome to Live, Love, Thrive, Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360 Karma. You know, uh, this week we have two really awesome people from the Hollywood entertainment industry. Later in the show, we're going to have uh, accomplished actor and rising star Jalen Moore. He has uh, performed with such greats as uh, Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara. He has a new uh, series coming out that's very exciting that we're going to talk about. And uh, he is just uh, really a big supporter of women's empowerment. We love Jalen, so we'll see him later in the show. But first, we have a real pioneer in the fashion industry. Please welcome celebrity stylist Joanne Lavin. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Catherine. Hey, Hey. good to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. I love your show. Oh, girl, you speak like... You know, celebrity stylist. Yes, right. Yeah, I'm really a get-down kind of girl. Yeah, I mean, like, I thought, what do I wear when I'm on a celebrity stylist? Oh, I don't have a chance in heck. Wait, do you know, every, do you know that everybody does that? Really? Every time I yeah. go out, somebody says, I really want to think about what I'm wearing. Like, I don't really care. It's okay. <laughs> I love that. I don't care. Well, I'm going to, I want to redress no, everybody. I was going to say, in your head, you must be going, mm, they should do this, yes, they should right. do that. Change yeah. the shoes or whatever. It's always, it's an eight in my personality. Right. Right. And it is a gift. Yes. You know, and and we're going to talk about that. You have a fascinating story. Long. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so funny, you know, I always say, you know, you can know people in your circle or, you know, in your life and friends of friends and whatnot, like we've been, and you never know uh, their backstory. Yes. And that's what I love about the show is uh, we get to to delve into the backstory. And in your case, it's a very cool story. Well, thank you. Um, So your parents, uh, both of who were uh, very creative like you. Yes. Uh, your mom was a professional dancer. Yes. Your dad was a window trimmer. Yes. And they uh, ended up buying a fashion boutique. Yes, out uh, of the clear blue. Yeah, yeah. And, and this was uh, in New York. No, Chicago. No, Chicago. 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 Hello. <laughs> um, and in Chicago, and what was the name of it? The Pompeian Shop. The Pompeian yes. Shop. Okay. And uh, that's kind of where you got your beginnings of being introduced to the fashion industry. I say I was born into it because my were. mother was pregnant with me. Wow. So that's all I when knew. When they bought the shop. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I, like, I came out of the womb. Like, into the shop. As, as a stylist. <laughs> you really yeah. did. I was short, but good. Yeah. But it actually is a really interesting path, uh, how yes. you got to be a stylist, a celebrity stylist, no doubt less. This is true. Um, so uh, working in the store there, of course, you learned all the aspects of uh, sales and, yes. and buying and, and whatnot. Yes, I did. Yeah. It was everything. Yeah. I mean, basically starting from scratch and yeah. even going to Europe on buying trips, that was brand new yeah. to the world. And you said that besides being creative, your mom was a good businesswoman? She was good and tough. Yeah. There was nothing like, it wasn't sweet. It wasn't like, oh my God, you're doing a great job. It was, she was sort of like. Yeah. But then we talked about that kind of tends to make us who we are. Exactly. So uh, I I recently was at some 
some talk and they were talking about, you know, when you look back and you say, oh, my parents were tough on me or, you know, it was really hard. Uh, you wouldn't be who you are today if, if that uh, hadn't occurred. So, yes. you know, something good came out of it. Like you know. everything amazing came out of it. Probably a really good work ethic. It made me tough. Yeah. It really did because yeah. I had to learn things on my own and it wasn't like they told me I did the best job. And so I was more like, I'm going to do it anyhow and yeah. learn how to be myself. Yeah, it made you great. a little rebel, didn't it? I am a rebel without yeah. a cause. <laughs> or with a cause. Right. I'm never quite sure. <laughs> it depends with who and I'm without. talking It depends to. on the day. <laughs> or who I'm with. <laughs> I like that. But a rebel nonetheless. Yes. Um, so eventually, uh, after working in the business, uh, and by the way, you're – you, your family were, was trailblazers, pioneers yes. in that they were the first, among the first, to go over to Europe yes. and start buying European goods and bringing them back, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. This was a whole group of boutiques all over the country and major stores. Everybody would think, oh, maybe we should go to Europe and check it out. And I, I actually didn't tell you one story that was really funny. My yeah. mother and I went for the first time, and everybody did. We didn't know what we were doing. So the buying office gave us this hotel to stay at. And so now we're going into this hotel, and it's, like, so weird. Like, there's no, like, bathroom in the room. And, like, it's, like, all these, like, girls are walking around. And we, we realized we were in, like, a brothel. Oh, no. Like we almost, are you kidding? Yes, we had to get out. It was oh, so weird. Gosh. We're like, What? That's like, where they put you up? Yes, it was so weird. <laughs> like, my mother, who was Maybe very sophisticated. Maybe they thought, oh, sure, you're here buying, <laughs> wink, wink. But we'd have a bathroom outside yeah. in the hallway sharing. It was like, okay, this is wrong. Something, something's wrong about this. So that's but how it started. This is how it started. And there were many years of the most amazing fashion experience, even more than today. I mean, today is really celebrity-based, but then it was down and dirty. It was... Harper's Bazaar, it was all these great editors, and everybody was fighting to get in to see all these great shows. It was it was pretty amazing. Quite something, yes. huh? And that was really the beginnings of the import of these designer clothes yes, into the U.S. Not only that, everybody had to figure out how to import it because it was always three times the amount of money. Right. And what was worth what, and nobody spoke English, and you had people that were interpreting. And then you saw amazing shows with amazing music from Comme de Garçon and all these great designers. It was something. Yeah. And then what would happen is when you go to Europe like that, you come home a different person. Yeah. I mean, Europe makes you different. I think anytime you travel anywhere, like, you know, I've spoken to friends that have uh, moved, that have lived in, in also in third world countries as well as Europe. And, you know, they all say it impacted their life. It changed their view of the world. Uh, you do come back a different person. Totally. I yeah. almost came back speaking French, but right. I mean, you know, you'd go there one way and then I'd come back and I'd be wearing scarves, I'd be changing outfits. It was like, it's a whole nother thing. It really yeah. is. It's a great experience. Yeah. Dressing French, kissing French, whatever. Well, that would be nice too. <laughs> <laughs> whatever works. <laughs> whatever works. Uh, so, but one of the times you went, you didn't come back. I Well, I... Right? You end up living well, in Paris. actually, yeah. I, I finally left my parents' store. Okay. I, they 
were flipped out. They couldn't believe I actually did that. And I went to Paris and lived for a year. Wow. I wanted to just find my way. And I really didn't tell the buying office I was there. I thought, like, I'm going to discover life, which was exactly what I did. Yeah. Oh, I bet that was fabulous. Well, I call it my survival trip. Yeah. Because when you live in Paris, you don't, like, it's not like you're in a hotel. Yeah. Like, you want to find a laundromat because you have nothing. You have to walk 3,000 blocks. Yeah. Or carry groceries or... It and I brought my little Yorkie. And you didn't speak French, never. Oh my god! I've gosh. tried a thousand times. Yeah, but I had a Yorkie that I snuck on into the plane. Oh my god! So, but and and I had her, I had her in this bag that said Sonia Raquel, and and scarves around my neck, which I've always worn. And like everybody was nice to me, yeah. and they never thought I was American. It was really an amazing experience. Oh, that's cool. Seriously. And so you said that was life changing, like that kind of totally. put you on a new trajectory, right? Well, it did because you see, I thought I was really independent until I moved away. Yes, and then I realized. I knew nothing about right, the world. Right, right, right. So. Um, and so what did you do there? You worked for some I, design houses? No, or? what What'd I did is I became a, a personal shopper. And oh, right, for Americans. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. when Americans would come over, if my parents would send me clients, I would take them shopping to great areas for clothes or down and dirty for inexpensive things and perfume. It was they loved it. It was if I decided to stay, I was going to like ship over this great like American limo and have a huge business. But it was time for me to come back. So. Right, and that's when you moved to L.A. Well, I moved to Orange County. I was hired oh, right. to be a buyer by a, a, a family that I knew for a chain of stores. Oh, so I lived in Orange County, and I always make a joke, and this is really sort of funny. I moved to to L.A. because I was in one of the stores in Fashion Island that I was working. Mm-hmm. And I looked down, and I was wearing rhinestone gym shoes, and I thought I had to get out of there. <laughs> like, I had to get to, Like, that was like... That, that was the indication. It was like, oh, my huh? God. Oh, my. Now there's some Orange County listeners still wearing those shoes. Well, so. actually, it's really <laughs> hip probably now to do that. But I thought, oh, good save. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at saving. I'm good at saving. <laughs> but uh, so then, then, after Orange County, you made your way to L.A. Yes. And uh, still not as a stylist, because nope. that's another whole great story. No. But uh, you came to L.A. and what were and you And then I got here? jobs that I used to not necessarily be rude to people that would come to my store, but I became a wholesale representative for a leather company. Like I was doing everything when people would call me at my parents' store, I'd say, oh, call me back tomorrow. Yeah. Or maybe I'll see you next week. Yeah. Well, I was that person. Yeah. So that was another great lesson on yeah. how to be a lot more polite right. and understanding. Right, right, right. So uh, you were working with wholesalers and yes. retail stores and and then I and got stylists, a, right? Well, I got into a, a situation where I worked for uh, – a company that was product placement. Mm-hmm. And then I started bringing designers in from uh, New York to do the credits on TV, like for Access Hollywood. And they would pay for that. Right. So like that when time. it says like uh, wardrobe by, by. You, you would get product placements on TV shows. Yes. And right? then I would go down and meet them at the stores and I'd end up picking out everything so, for the stylist. Yes, so yeah. I thought like this is something is wrong about this. I need to be doing this. Right. So yeah, and then I made friends with somebody that I was working with that had hired uh, my companies, and she was moving to LA, and she was starting a talk show as an exec producer. And right. she said, "Oh, I want you to come in for an interview." And it was Vicki Lawrence. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And she had Love this her. daytime talk show, and I got hired. 
right. that was the beginning of knowing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the part of the story yeah. I love. You like you, you you didn't know what you were doing, but you thought I'm just gonna wing this. Yes, <laughs> I pulled my friend out of Gucci. I'll never forget. It was like you see in the movies. I got in my car. I went to Gucci, and at that time they were wearing different uh, the same outfit it wasn't like they could wear just anything and I said to my dear friend Dina Shoshone (laughs) like you're out of here yeah like you're going to come and work with me you know you'll meet Vicky and that's how I started right so you pulled her out of Gucci to help you yes she was going to be the assistant and I was going to be the stylist and then we got hired and then all of a sudden we were at NBC sharing a room with the Tonight Show Knowing nothing. So now I'm sitting across from two stylists that are doing the show, and Dean and I are, like, looking at each other. And, like, we couldn't wait till they left the room so we could look in their set bags. Because we didn't even know what a tape was. Seriously, we were like, what do we get? What and do you we didn't do? want them to know that you didn't totally. know. We were like, you know, every time they went to the bathroom, we'd look at <laughs> That's really how it happened. That's how it happened. That is, like, and, then it, even... and then, and then it, I'm sure it just became second nature. Oh, it was sort of. so amazing my career from then on and my friends have been amazing it's just been yeah a great experience of different shows but you know actually there's no better way to learn than to actually do it you know and 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 so learning on the job is the best way and fumbling through making mistakes and i mean what better way to learn it you know i say fake it till you make it any business totally i mean did you make that up fake it till you make it no i think you did You know, okay, I'll take the credit. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting because I've taken shows that I've known nothing about. Yeah. And, you know, you just have to do it. I think if you think too much, you do nothing. You, right. have to, you can't overthink. So let's talk about some of the shows that you have done. I mean, you've done so many. I know American Idol. I did the first season, yeah. which yeah. was the yeah. best for was me. Was that fun? Oh, my God. Yeah. When I sat in Nigel's office, Lifco, and he said, you're going to be on the biggest show in America, I thought, okay, and it was. It, it was really, yeah. the moment that it started. It was like it was. amazing. Yeah, that's very cool. Yes. It, you, you, was it fun meeting the contestants? It was, well, Ke- Kelly Clarkson and everybody. And at that time, it was different. They didn't let you dress anybody from your own clothes. You had to pick out their clothes until oh. the last 10. You wait a minute. You mean they brought their own yes. clothes and you had to pick from those? Yes, but if you, re- if wow. you remember or you look back... They looked one way, but then after all of that, they were... Oh, transformation. The transformation yeah. was amazing because right. then... Because then you were picking the ones exactly, you wanted. Exactly, and then there was makeup. It was and obvious, the, And yeah. then there was hair, and then you saw yeah. trans- this amazing transformation. Yeah, that, it was always fascinating. Yes. Yeah. So oh, was. how fun. Um, and then some of the other shows, uh, I know right now you're working on uh, Crime Watch Daily with... With um, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen, yeah. Yes. But you've worked on the Dr. Drew show and... Yes. Uh, I know you've worked with Susie Orman, who I love. I know. She's I mean, she's amazing. all about women's empowerment. Oh, my God. Empowering women financially. We love that. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, you've you've worked really with a lot of amazing people, both Justins, Justin Timberlake, yes. Justin Bieber. Yes. Um, just to name a few, Mark Wahlberg. It's uh, all. John Hamm. Yes. Who doesn't like him? And, but uh, and you know yeah. what? It's all been amazing. And it's because the ESPY Awards, which I've yeah. done for the last eight years, uh-huh. brings all these amazing athletes and people and right. people like Justin Timberlake yeah. and Drake one year. Yeah. 
it's it's so exciting, oh, that especially fun. to do that show. And then you worked on some own uh, uh, I, shows. Yes, I did. I did uh, one of Oprah's shows, and I did the first two years of Access Hollywood, which uh-huh. was amazing. And I do Lucky Dog. I do a lot of these dog shows. Oh, fun! Because I'm such a dog. Who doesn't love uh, dogs? Well, I'm such a rescuer and believing in adoption that. It, you know, is that your cause? Is that something that you get is behind? my cause? I love I that. I mean, most of my posts are yeah. either about what I'm doing or what dogs are doing. Yeah, yeah. So, did you work with a specific organization with that? Well, I did uh, this show that is called which I Cause for Pause, and it, it's on Thanksgiving night. Oh, and Michael Levitt, who the producer, decided to do a telethon. And so that's when, at one point, Hillary, Hillary Swank and I was just going to say, Jane you met, Lynch were the hosts. Uh, Hillary Swank, who I love. Oh, my, oh my God. God. What an amazing actress she yes. is. Yes. Is she lovely in oh, person? Not only that, but to yeah. see all these celebrities come on the show to raise awareness about yes. adopting animals. I and love that. It was, and it still is, probably going to go into its third season. It's so heartwarming, the donations, or to see three-legged dogs And what do they do? Help them get adopted? Oh, yeah. They do a whole thing. They have celebrities talk about their adoption. They go all over the country. They they take shots of dogs that are blind that and everything and people end up adopting all these dogs it's great and does this go on all year no it's the one one night the telethon so it's a big telethon and like hundreds of dogs get adopted right then and there and celebrities come in like betty white and everybody it's it's very touching and i then i do another show show called lucky dog with Brandon McMillan, and uh-huh. he is on his second Emmy. It's a show that airs every morning, every Saturday on CBS. Oh, Lucky Dog! I'm yes. gonna check that oh, out. Oh my God! And he just ah. goes and gets dogs that they're gonna kill, and he finds families, and oh, then he matches gosh. it to the families. You know, uh, at our upcoming conference on November 12th, the Live Love Thrive Conference, uh-huh. we're honoring uh, Lisa Vanderpump. I don't know if you know, she has a dog foundation. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, too. Vanderpump Dogs, and uh, they help uh, save dogs from being euthanized. Uh, their focus is on China, and uh, they, you know, it's a very good cause and wonderful yes. that she gets behind that. Uh, it's nice. A lot of celebrities get behind. Uh, Animal causes and oh, especially animals. Yeah, it's so huge. Yeah, yeah, so huge. it's wonderful. I mean, if you're going to have that kind of status, it's nice to get behind something to make a difference. You know, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So that's that's your love. It is my love. It's like one dog leaves, another dog comes. Right now, I have three dogs. Aww. And, what are their names? Uh, Sugar and Buddy, and then I have another little dog called Liquish. Licorice. I never say it the right way. It's licorice. Yeah. She's a 15-year-old pug that belongs to my dear friend that I'm taking care of for a while. And Cute. So Yeah, we have a little dog named Angie. She's uh, cute. The, yeah, the light of our home. What kind of dog? Yeah. Little uh, multi-poo. Oh, uh, that's rescue what I dog. Have. I have a multi-poo, yeah, too. Yeah, rescue dog. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should have a rescue dog. They're so uh, appreciative and loving and Well, you know, it's awesome. a different breed. They need, yeah. they really need, they they need your love, and a lot of mine come with issues, you know, and I just feel... Good thing we don't. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Around 20,000, but okay. <laughs> That's another show. <laughs> That's another show. Have you got another hour? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> 
I know you're getting back yeah. to the, your crime yes. show today. Um, so you have worked with, uh, you know, ABC, NBC, yes. CBS, uh, Bravo, MTV, yes. uh, ESPN. I mean, so many networks. Uh, do you have a favorite network, a favorite show, a, a favorite celebrity that you've worked with, all three? You know, uh, I get asked these questions a lot, and I think, you know, I'm a woman of the moment. Yeah. Like, I am appreciative of everybody that I've taken care right. of. So you so really enjoy all your gigs? There's and not anything that I haven't. I love doing Crime Watch Daily because I find that it's interesting. And I, Chris Hansen, who did To Catch a Predator on NBC mm-hmm. years ago, is yeah. now the host. Mm-hmm. And Very uh, important. You know, I love doing game shows. You know, what's really fascinating about my career is that I come from a high fashion background, and I do nothing that has to do with that. I'm really very middle America. But one thing that when I was even working at my parents' store, I love helping people that need to be helped, really. It's not like... I care about a celebrity-based situation. Right. I love take, I love helping people feel good about themselves. Right. It just so happens you're in that niche. It just, and, right. Yeah. So. But it sounds like an exciting career. If somebody wanted to get into this career, yes. what would your advice be to them? What's, what's a good path? Well, I think that, number one, you have to find somebody that's in a, a stylist area to be an apprentice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, you, if you're lucky enough that you meet somebody out, if you're shopping and you see a stylist, and it happens to me all the time, uh, if, I, if I think they're really interested, I'll have them come and apprentice with me, and oh, they don't get awesome paid. That but you do that. everyone that has done that uh-huh. has really loved it. I, I took my... And have they gone on to do oh it? Oh, my God. Oh. My best person that works with me, Robert Cardenas. I took him out of Express when he was 19. He's 27 now, and he, he's doing a million shows and oh shows gosh, on his own, and he so still cool. works with me. I and love that. Robert, don't be mad if I said your last name wrong. Uh-huh. I'll never get it right. It's Cardenas, I think. So. But that's really great yes. that you did that. Yeah, You give back and Well, mentor. you know, it helps them, and it helps me. Yeah, so. yeah. No, that 360 karma is always a yes, win-win. Yes, I love that 360 karma. Always a win-win. As your show is. Yeah. It's very, your show's amazing, by the way. Thank you. I love seeing everybody on it, and I've learned so much about people that I know that I really know nothing about. Yeah. And you're a great cause for women and empowerment. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, uh, I think, uh, as I've said before, we can't tell enough women's empowerment stories of women that are doing positive uh, things in the world because there are so many. I will never run out of guests Uh uh, because there are so many amazing women uh, that contact me every week and that I'm introduced to every week. And I feel really fortunate to be uh, doing this platform because I do meet the most incredible women. And uh, we will continue to tell those stories because they need to be told and uh, they help other women be inspired. You know, they, people will see themselves in you. They'll say, you know what, that's my desire, that's my gift. And, and, and now, you know, Joanne inspires me to, to go for it. Because some people think, oh, that's too out of my league. How could I ever become right. a celebrity stylist? But, you know, you've kind of told them a practical way to uh, yes. approach it. And I, uh, I always believe you just have to, if you love something, you have to just do it. Yep. 
and we, not we paint our own picture exactly life doesn't happen to us we make it happen right absolutely yeah thank you so much oh for my, being I'm here i'm so happy I'm that honored. i invited myself yeah. originally. <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> thanks joanne no, no thank you Kim. we'll be right back with jaylen moore And we are back with Jalen Moore, my actor friend. Hi, Jalen. How are you? Good, good. I, I'm coming in. Yes, I love I'm it. I'm the hugger guy. Uh, you are That's a hugger, right. and so am I. <laughs> um, I am so happy to have you on today. You have exciting you. things happening uh, in your acting career. Mm -hmm. And then the other reason I had you on is because you are just such an advocate for women. Uh, I know you cheer on your screenwriter wife, uh, Britt uh, Logan. And, uh, you. you know, I think that is awesome. Uh, you know, you. for the women's empowerment um, movement, we need men to get behind it or it won't come to fruition, uh, the equality and, and, and moving into positions of influence. So thank you for being a big uh, women's advocate. Well, thank you. I appreciate I it. I think we'd be nowhere without our women. I'm a big mama's boy, so there you go. Dad, you know, I love you too, but you know. Mom. You know, and, and we're, you know, we're going to talk about your career, which, you know, you're always in these like um, – uh, really tough uh, acting roles, and and it's so funny because I know you, and I know how you know you are just like the kindest, most fun, warm guy, and yet you always play like these like villains and these uh, soldiers, and you know, and it's it's so funny, and you're right. so good at it, you're so good Thank at you. it, but I mean that's why they call it acting, right? Uh, yeah. Basically, Catherine just told you guys I'm a big teddy bear. Yes. <laughs> She just outed yeah, me. The, the truth did. is out. I did. Don't I tell did. my agent. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I love that. I like that in a man. I like that a man can be like uh, down to earth, real, authentic, and warm, uh, but also, you know, be a guy. You are, uh, you know, so masculine and such a guy, but you have that warm side to you, and it's really a, a, a beautiful mix. I, I don't really see that in a lot of men, and I think you are a great example of how men should be. You know? Thank you. Yeah. I, I will credit a lot of that to my father, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my dad's from Afghanistan, and growing up, he actually would always tell me, he's like, you have to know one thing. Number one, yeah. mom. Yeah. Then God. <laughs> then your sisters. <laughs> then me. And I was like, whoa. And so and it's... Yeah, he really did instill a respect for women. father always said that to me, yes. Yeah, and so. that's something we need to do in our culture is uh, have men uh, grow up being taught mm -hmm. to have a great respect for women. And that will help make the world a better place for sure. Um, I agree. First, though, uh, let's talk about your amazing career. It's like taking off like crazy. Thank you. Uh, I mean, over the last few years, uh, you um, and I know you've been at this a long time, like, you know, since your <laughs> teens. Uh, yeah. We won't say how old you are now, but. <laughs> Started when I was 19 uh, and now I'm 20. <laughs> <laughs> still young, still yes. young. Uh, all things in perspective, uh, but no, really, you're you're zooming here, and I know you you know been in many movies. Uh, I, I know I mentioned in the opening that you've uh, you were recently last year on the uh, movie. Um, I'm trying to think of the Hot name Pursuit? of it. Uh, Hot Pursuit, right, yes. with uh, Sophia Vergara and Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Right, that must have been fun. They have to be fun, fun, those girls. Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're so Sophia's funny. Sophia's a hype. Uh, yeah. When, <laughs> when you're off camera, he's like, oh, good morning, how are you? And you're like, hey. Yeah. 
that energy that she plays on camera is, is real. Is yeah. Real. yeah. Yeah. She's a good one. She's wonderful. Um, so is Reese. Yeah. And, and, and so, uh, and then you've guest starred on some uh, really popular shows like Homeland and uh, NCIS and CSI. Uh, in fact, we have a clip of you on uh, NCIS LA. Let's just take a quick look at that. <laughs> right on. How are you? Foreign Samir, NSA. It's with the cuffs. I, I woke up out of your cuffed metal pipe. It took a while, but I managed to get free. You have any idea who they are? I heard a little chatter before I passed out. Pretty sure it's ISIS. Omar Hubarak and Joseph Abak. What do your people know about Abak? We've been trying to track him for the past few months. As far as we can tell, he's an associate of the cell that Hubarak leads here in LA. There's rumors he's a traitor, feeding intel to the feds. Rumors. Unsubstantiated. We don't believe it. We think a bark has something big planned. See what I mean? You're dun, always dun, involved dun. in something sinister. Cliffhanger. <laughs> am I a good guy? Am I not? You have to see a replay of really? that episode. Yeah, I have to tell. I have to see. Yes. Uh, but, uh, and, and I want to... Uh, before we talk about the groundbreaking ro- role that you're playing in this new series, uh, I just want to ask you, what was it like uh, being on uh, CSI and NCIS? And by the way, uh, in my upcoming uh, webisode series, we have um, Ann Donahue, who is the creator and executive okay. producer of CSI. Mm-hmm. Wonderful woman. Uh, Power woman. Yeah. Right there. And yeah. created one of the most successful franchises in history, which is the CSI series. So yes. what was it like to be on that and all these different shows, Homeland? and Well, CSI Miami and CSI New York um, was when, earlier in my career. And it was such an honor to be on that show. I yeah. Getting on set and just seeing the actors and then on New York specifically working with Gary Sinise and Anthony Hemingway, who is a huge director. I mean, his career is skyrocketing right now. Yeah. Um, and, and same with Miami. But uh, NCIS, as, as you were saying, that was really fun for me because I always was a fan of L.O. Cool J uh-huh. uh, and Chris O'Donnell. And so when I booked that, it was actually exciting because my father was like, tell J.J. Cool I said hello. I'm like, <laughs> you mean L.O. Cool J? J.J. Cool. Perfect. Right. And I told him that, and he goes, dude, your dad's awesome. Let's take a picture for him. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah. But, and you My, were just in yeah. that scene with him, LL Cool J. I, him and Chris O'Donnell, yeah. yeah. So, but working on all those shows was a great. Um, what, what can I say? Kind of a it, stepping it, stone, right? Great stepping stone, and it, it taught me a lot. You know, like as an actor, you can always do so much in, in your acting classes and your workshops. Mm-hmm. But when you work on a set with seasoned actors like that, yeah, you learn from them. You just soak it in and yeah. you play. You know, yeah. you play, and uh, it every every role that I booked from here up to my career and, and I'm sure beyond I'm just always grateful for and yeah. soaking in the fun on set you know? yeah and speaking of that I love your dad and I know when you get a movie script he always asks you one question right <laughs> which one in particular that, how uh, many lines oh yeah 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 that's <laughs> It's an Afghani thing. My, my mother, so wonderful. She's like, Fazl, don't, don't worry about it. But that's the number. Yes. Yeah. Even the, the series that I'm in now, he's like, oh, it's great. When are you coming out? And so, so how many lines in episode one? <laughs> and number t- episode two, good. More lines? I, I don't know what it is. How many lines? It's my relatives, well, Every too. time you book it, how many lines? They all say this. <laughs> I'm like, well, what kind of lines are you talking about? I, Dad, I'm healthy. Yes, we're talking about movies. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he, he cracks me up with that question. Yeah. So it's humor. I, I humor it now. 
My dad so, had a lot of lines. I know. He's yes. an awesome guy, your mom and dad. <laughs> uh, so um, what was I going to say? So I was going to ask you about this new series, okay, yeah. which is a Harvey Weinstein-produced series. Now, mm-hmm. that right there says quality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so mean, th- this is Harvey Weinstein's first uh, baby, his television venture, I should say, when it comes to first baby. And uh, he – and it's History called Channel have created the show called Six, yeah. uh, based on SEAL Team Six, mm-hmm. and uh, they were the SEAL team that caught Bin Laden and took him out, and they weren't really known until that happened. And, oh, so it's and, about in the, in the, the SEALs that uh, yeah. caught Bin Laden. Oh, okay. Yes, essentially, not specific ones, right. obviously, to protect uh, those men who right. have served bravely, but. This show is loosely based on because in the SEALs you have different teams, mm-hmm. and so SEAL Team Six is what is known as the elite top. Them and Delta, it's arguable, but I, I love both sides for any Delta guys that are listening. Yeah, um, but uh, SEAL Team Six is just known as the elite force. That the it's a women's empowerment show. I doubt any of those yeah. Delta guys are listening. And, well, their wives may be. <laughs> but you, you never, never know. know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I just want to cover my own butt. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they answer to the president. And so they're yeah. sent all the secret and top uh, missions. Right. And so this show um, basically shows their lifestyle of, of training, uh, what it takes to when you go overseas. And there's there's a couple of storylines within there that have to do with Boko Haram and Taliban. But more importantly, what the show really does capture and, and, and show to the audience you'll see is the home life. When you come home and these strong, strong women, these wives who have to – it's it's a roller coaster for them, you know what they have to go through when their husbands are over at seas and they don't know what they're doing. Right, they, they it's can't. It's you all can't top talk secret. about it when you're a part of this, a part of six. Right, uh, and so to see how strong uh, these women have to be right. to not only take care of the kids. Oh, and the so family, the show really support. does show that part of it. Huge. Hugely. Oh, I love that. I, and Nadine Velasquez and Brienne Davis uh, play the wives, um, and they are they're amazing actresses. They mm. brought it. Um, Oh, I love that. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. And it comes out on the History Channel in January, January 2017. Yeah. Yes. So we'll that... have our official date in November, they'll announce. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yes, Janu- in early January. And it's called Six. Six. S-I-X. History Channel. Okay. Correct. And so <clears throat> in order to prepare for this, a lot of people don't know what actors go through in order to play a role. I mean – you had to go through some serious SEAL training, <laughs> right? I mean, didn't some people did. drop out and say, I can't do it? Oh, man. Um, yeah. Well, luckily, our so our, our, our core cast, uh, yeah. six guys, go figure, show's called Six. Um, <laughs> we had to go through a vigorous boot camp with the Navy SEALs. Yeah. And we were sent down to San Diego or Encinitas, yeah. and it was— Wait, before you went yeah. there, did mm-hmm. you have any idea what you were getting into? Like, No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I didn't. Uh, I'm an athlete myself, and, and I always stay on top of my training because I, I crave yeah. it and I love it. But yeah. I was not prepared for this. Yeah. I just knew you booked I it. I know you have and, a wicked six-pack here. And, <laughs> just saying. That's yeah. the next time I come for the interview. Uh, and, uh, and that's they not that kind of show. <laughs> you are correct. Thank you, Catherine. Um, in three days, you're getting picked up, and you will be in a boot camp. And I was oh. like, what? And at oh. first I thought, ah. How hard can it be? Right, because you're and, a trainer, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and my my lovely wife, my my champion, my fan, yeah. she's like, "You'll be fine, honey. Don't worry." I'm like, "Great, cool." First day I get there, I texted her. I said, uh, "No phones for the next week, and I'm already dead." <laughs> <laughs> they gave us a taste of what their version is of buds. You know, wow. B U D S. If you look at buds on YouTube, it's a six month course. We got a 
smidgen of that, and that alone was hard enough. And do we know what BUD stands for? Or? Uh, basic underwater or is that demolition. Top secret? No, no, basic underwater demolition training for the seals. Oh, wow! Yes. So. It was intense. Yes, it was. It yes. was a lot of ocean, a lot of high current pulling us in. Two, three in the morning. Heavy sandbags, oh my God, two, logs, three in the morning. You had to do it. Eating gourmet MREs, and they are not gourmet. Yeah, a lot of power bars, twenty yeah. mile hikes, forty pound rucksacks, etc., etc. Oh so wow, it was tough, but um, and I'm this happy was they did it. so that you understood what they went through, or was it to get yes. you in even more tip top shape? I don't no, know how you could be they, in any better shape <laughs> than you are. But... To get us in shape, they could have just hired us a trainer. No, yeah. it was to give us a better understanding of what and they have go a little, through, a little sprinkle, a taste. Yeah. Of, of what it takes, yeah. the mentality to be a Navy SEAL, yeah. especially a part of uh, DevGru, which is a right. short-term for development group, mm-hmm. which they refer to as SEAL Team 6. So this is uh, – so if, if Navy SEALs isn't intense enough, this 6 is like the creme de la creme, yes. like the, the most intense. Wow. Yeah. What a great experience. Yeah, and it brought us together. It brought a camaraderie with the ensemble cast that mm-hmm. I, when, when Mr. Weinstein was there at the uh, table read and, and – our writers and creators, when they saw us after the boot camp, they couldn't believe the energy that we all walked in with, the camaraderie. It looked like we were yeah. brothers for 20 years, and at that wow. point, we'd only known each other for maybe two weeks. Wow, but that experience was you yeah, know, to hell and back. bonding. We yeah, to hell and back. Point. Yeah. And so, and who else is on this series? Anybody that we would know? Uh, Barry Sloan. Uh-huh. Uh, he is, um, he's the lead of our show. He was in Revenge, oh. uh, Longmire. He played Aiden on Revenge, ladies, for all those who love the, the <laughs> British guy, Aiden. Um, he, uh, he, great guy. Uh, Kyle Schmid uh-huh. uh, from Canada, a very well-known actor who's on Degrassi back in the day. Um, Edwin Hodge, who's mm-hmm. worked a lot. Juan Pablo Raba from Narcos uh-huh. and um, some other oh, shows. a lot of people love that yeah, show, Narcos. Um, yours truly, uh-huh. here with the lovely Catherine. Uh-huh. Uh, Brianne Davis, uh, Nadine Velasquez, and so th- the cast goes on and on. Just uh, Dominic Adams- who's a great actor from, a British actor, who's mm-hmm. our antagonist. Oh, sounds like a great show. ensemble. Yeah. Um, and so one thing I want to talk about that the audience will be really fascinated with, I think, is mm. that you are the first person ever to be cast as an Afghan-American soldier in a show. Yes. I mean, that's big, yes, especially is, yeah. with what's just happened in the whole political debacle about – uh, mm. You know, the the couple that got up and talked about losing their uh, Afghan-American son to the war and, and how that all uh, got yeah, knocked no, out of whack. Sorry. Yeah, uh, it, it was a blessing how this came along. Um, uh, and Donnie Boaz, he plays our Texas guy. I can't forget about yeah, that. Don't Big forget, Texas. Don't Donnie forget your buds. Kill me if I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it it was a blessing how this came along. It for, I got to play a role that speaks so close to my heart. You know, it's, yes. Um, because your family is from Afghanistan. Yes, and yeah. I, I actually have a, a relative. Your dad is from is, there. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's in the special forces, and he is the first Afghan American Muslim soldier. So for me to in this role that you play. So the role that's actually the real deal for me to play a role that is parallel to my cousin's life was an honor. Oh, you know, right. Um, I will be the first on television. Wait, so your cousin was the first? Yeah, he's the first Green Beret in oh my gosh. special forces. Um, who is uh, Afghan, born in Afghanistan, who is Muslim. Oh, my and who gosh. Is, wow. I call him the Afghan Jason Bourne. Yeah. Let's just say he does a lot of that world. Oh, He's wow. in that world. And, and but for it, our side, And you God. told me you brought him on the set. I did. Yeah. How yeah. interesting. So we got to check it out. And he's yeah. like, you guys are doing a good job. You look yeah. real. And I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's you. We take our hats off to all the vets. Now, how do you... Um, 
you know, since you're playing this part, uh, how do you feel about what just unfolded on the political front about, you know, talking about, I mean, since your your family is part Afghanistan Muslim, mm-hmm. how do you feel about what's being said about, I mean... I mean, how could you feel, uh, you know, but and I mean, it's kind of a silly question, but about this deportation thing and scrutinizing people and uh, it feels like racial profiling to me, you know, but at first, to be honest, I laugh at it. Yeah, I I always try to laugh at something that is just so preposterous, in my opinion, Um, it. It kind of it basically it saddens me. I mean, I'm me. just saying this knowing Here, what good people you yeah. are, uh, and you're one of the only Afghan families that I know. But right. just what a wonderful family, and for for someone to be putting this blanket statement out there, it just seems like you said so preposterous. It, it saddens me because I yeah. what I what I just feel sad about is people who do follow or believe in what he says. He as in Trump. I'll say the name. Um, what they're not realizing is that there are just so many wonderful, beautiful, kind people in the world. Um, but in, in here in the United States who, who are Muslim, who are my relatives or who aren't my relatives, but who just love this country, would die for this country, yeah. who are serving in our armed forces, men Absolutely. and women. Yes. And so it just saddens me that, you know, you, he would blanket this, he or any other person would. Right. And just say, yeah, send them all back, this or that, when you don't really realize that you're kind of doing that to yourself. If that right. makes sense, because in my right. opinion, we're or all even one. to profile yeah. people, uh, even to say, "Well, no, we'll keep the good ones." Well, who determines what that means? And yeah. and then uh, to even take a, any group of people and have to ha- put them through some sort of, uh, you know, uh, filter. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, that's just. Yeah. Yeah. No. That and that's why yeah. again I, I feel honored to have this role because it's a. Yeah, that's it's, what I think. This role it allows is me to show a character that. Um, I also was heavily involved with with the writers and sharing my own experiences mm-hmm. uh, and how I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, a character that just is full of love, American integrity. pride, integrity, integrity. Yes, um, doesn't see color or or religion or creed, and and fights for our country. Right. So. Right. And by the way, I didn't even I never even think about the fact that your uh, family's from Afghanistan or that uh, Muslim or whatever. I I mean, but I went when I went to your wedding, you did both types of ceremonies and Mm -hmm. whatnot. And that was really cool. It was wonderful to see two different cultures coming together. But like you said, when I look at the person, I I don't see any of those things. I just see, oh, I love that person. And this is the way uh, the world should be. We should be looking at people as human beings. Uh, not as colors, not as religions, not as men or women, but as people. And how can we come together and have a more peaceful world, a more loving world, uh, and and respect each other as people? Put more um, women in power. That's how you'll get there. <laughs> I really <Amen>. mean that. <laughs> I do mean that. Um, yes. So, so um I know also too, uh, you teach a class that help uh, that helps uh, women. Uh, learn defense skills to mm-hmm. empower themselves to be um, n- not afraid to be out in the world and to know that they can take care of themselves. Tell me just a little bit about that as we're wrapping up. So my uh, my wife and I, uh, Britt, she I, I made her part of that because she's awesome and yeah. uh, you know she she's a little badass. Um, <laughs> sorry if I said that. I'm not supposed to. But um, so there's a course that that we both teach together called the uh, All in One um, Empowerment Course. And I say All in One because it's not just your typical self defense course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cover a lot, and I, I try to do it within four weeks, two hours at a time uh, with women. I first interview them, and I talk about what are your fears. 
or is there any confidence that you lack within yourself? And then I customize it for my group. And from there, I go through your health lifestyle. Whether You don't have to be super ripped to be strong and confident. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, and the point of that, me saying that, is that I feel that women of all shapes, sizes, it doesn't matter. If you walk with that confidence and that light that you have and you shine, it can ward off uh, a predator and or attacker. Right. And a lot of women don't realize that. Some think that they just need to know how to kick butt or to have a weapon, which can always help. Right. But it all starts with who you are, your spirit, your light. If The brighter it shines, the more confidence they have, which I go over and instill through different ways in my courses. Um, that is a set foundation. And what's what the name of your course? All-in-One Empowerment Course. And can they find that where? On, online uh, or I don't on have a website up because I do it when I'm in between shows on yeah. a hiatus like I am now. But right. um, you can email me at jalen at jalenmore.com. J-A-Y-L-E-N at J-A-Y-L-E-N-M-O-O-R-E.com. And that can give great. you more information and talk to you about it. That's I kind of keep it a little that. underground and do it on referral right. instead of just putting it out there on blast. Right, right. But it's good that... Uh, I love the way, uh, you know, I always like to showcase uh, people that are giving back. And I know you give back in so many ways, and that's one of them, is teaching this course to women to empower them physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, and just uh, as we are wrapping up, I just want to mention that uh, your wife, which is uh, Britt Logan, who mm-hmm. is a very talented uh, up-and-coming screenwriter. You're both trailblazing here in Hollywood. You're like power couple awesome people and i know that you help each other and uh i know that you've uh taken some course that um has brought you guys closer and and made you such a strong uh unit uh as parents now you have a a beautiful daughter now 20 months old little cabbage patch yes she is my world (laughs) and what is that course that you guys took so we we took a course called genesis um it is uh it's ran by dr nikki monty here in los angeles and think of Genesis as like a year of therapy in like five days. Yeah. Um, I'm just one of those few that, that is open to it. Well, after a kick from my wife saying, <laughs> we all have our, our patterns and, and things that evolve yeah, within I think us every couple has that to cause work frustrations in this. And so yeah. I think why we have such a strong and wonderful marriage and, and we're such a support team for each other is because we've done uh, this course together and we've done therapy together. And done the so, work. And we've done we've done the work that you don't want to do, right? You know, um, but then when you do it, yeah. it's so worth it because yes, you cause guys have the most rocking marriage. I th- mean, thank you, thank yeah. you. And, and and it's not always rainbows and unicorns, as I say. You know, there's yeah. ups and downs. But what what the course has taught us? We did have a lobby. No, we um, what it does is it, it it teaches you to identify each other's patterns. Yeah. So that if something might be bothering me. Brittany won't take it um, personally. personally. She'll know that that's something within from. So mother, then you have father, empathy child. for each other. Instead. Yeah, and she'll and, understand where it comes yeah. from, and and when I can calm down and I can speak to her and tell her like, you know what, that came from this and it triggered this, and yeah, you know, it's, it's understanding wonderful. each other. You understand yeah. your own human nature. Yeah, and uh, it, the the course I say saved my life. It completely changed me and us together as a couple, and we're just growing together in this wonderful power. We just had our anniversary, uh, nine years together, four years married, going strong. Yeah, And hopefully, that's awesome. um, you know, 100 more years. Well, you guys are a real 
uh, inspiring couple here in Hollywood as rising Thank stars, you. as actor and screenwriter, and just uh, a, an amazing, beautiful uh, being. And we need more uh, beautiful, authentic people here in, in Hollywood. And I'm glad that you're perpetuating that. And I wish you all the luck with your new series, Six, that we'll be watching for in January Thank on you. the History Channel. It's Thank you, groundbreaking Catherine. and awesome, just like you. Oh. Thank you for being here. Not as awesome as you, though. (laughs) She's the best. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Hugs and happiness.